Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to the Pig and Flow podcast. Today I'm going to go back in time. So last week, last Wednesday, uh, I ticked over 13 years in business, whatever that means. Now, there's another conversation here around there's a difference between a business person and then a person who owns a business. You can you know, extrapolate that even further and say that um, some people have businesses, some people businesses have them, some people have bought themselves a job all of this sort of stuff, another conversation. But the key thing in this for me was going, the age of 22, I started my first business, which I still own today, Functional Fitness, and I was reflecting on where it's come from since then. Now, truth be told, I thought that I would have a national business at this stage, gyms in every city and looking at international options, all that sort of stuff. That's what I thought when I started, which hasn't happened. the landscape has changed and my goals have changed and what I've built doesn't really work like that. So there's learnings involved in that that I didn't know when I started. But when I did start, what I did know was a couple of very important principles. And I want to talk to that today. I want to share that with you today. Um, one of the first things was people want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. I knew this to be true. I knew that people liked to be a part of something. I knew that they liked to contribute. I knew that they liked feeling like a part of a community. Uh, I knew how important that was for people to actually create connections. What I also saw within the industry was how, which I've communicated at length, but how the fitness industry helps to perpetrate and create long-term psychological issues, provides people with short-term physical solutions, and that creates repeat customers. And when I first learned that, when I was young working in the industry, I looked at that and going, hang on a sec, I'm actually helping to perpetrate these issues and then pretending to solve them. And I do that by, I'm going to tell you what to eat, I'm going to push you through your workout, I'm going to motivate you to train, I'm going to call you up when you're not here, I'm going to punish you when you're in, I'm going to smash you in your training session. This whole real codependent um, trainer up here, client down here kind of approach. And the difficulty of that is that it makes the client basically fully dependent upon the coach it's not a coach it's, it's a it's a instructor um maybe a trainer but really at its core it's just telling someone what to do it's more about power than it is about you know co-facilitating and 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 sharing of power and development um if it was any other sort of industry it would be weird but anyway so i realized that i was playing a role in that and i didn't want to do that anymore so that's why i created funk and so the whole idea, I remember actually reading, there's a book here behind me, The Art of the Start. Where oh, here it is. I remember reading this, and I never finished it. You can actually see in the video where my, um, which is funny because it's my old business card. <laughs> it is my, The Art of Bootstrapping. Didn't read on from there. Um, there you go. I worked at a place called Flames Fitness prior to this. Um, Dave Nixon, team leader, whatever that meant. Um, there you go. That's pretty funny. The other the start. Now, one of the things I talked about there was naming and branding, and it talked about being able to use the name and the brand within the actual name, uh, sorry, within a sentence. So being able to use the name of the brand within a sentence. Uh, it becomes a verb or an adjective or something along those lines, such as uh, just YouTube it, Google it. Those are ways people can use it in a sentence. It's easy for it to be added in. Um, for me, looking at functional training and functional fitness, I use the word funk. F-U-N-C. It's like get funked, funk you. It was playful. It could be I train at funk, the funk life, renegades of funk, which is what I'm really speaking to today. That's what was able to be used in that space. And so it stayed true since then. And so I remember when starting being like, 
I was fundamentally sick of the industry norms, the status quo, and really funk and everything else that I've done, even though I think that I've actually become softer in some ways and that didn't serve me, compassion and firmness is fantastic. It is, it is a, a velvet sledgehammer that can be really, really uh, profound and powerful, yet sometimes if we lean into too much softness and it is, it is just as devastating as in too much firmness, too much hardness. So returning back to this concept of really the contrast of the status quo of, of industry norms being like it doesn't make sense to me it's not wrong and i've come full circle with it now but it didn't make sense to me for people to go into an, an air-conditioned room under fluorescent light drinking a fluorescent drink with earphones in their ears looking at themselves in a mirror doing these robotic tedious movements and then leave that space and never touch a barbell again right never do robotic tedious movements again they would ask their body to move as one unit and commonly would attempt to eat actual genuine genuine food now i'm not saying that anything that i just mentioned doesn't exist i have a fluorescent ring light right in front of me there's a fluorescent light up here i'm in an air-conditioned room at the moment right we've got barbells here i've had pre-trainers over the years like it's not saying those things shouldn't exist i looked at it and went if we made any other animal do this it would be weird and so that's what sort of initiated my walk down a particular path and where it led led me to be which leans into my lovely you know mismatching that i do so well is fuck the status quo i got over the status quo and the more that i saw people go that's normal i'm like it's common it's not normal it's common there's a key difference between normal and common common doesn't make something right it doesn't make it wrong either it's more so what's what's contextually appropriate that's really what we're looking at here but it really came off the back of fuck the status quo (laughs) <laughs> I, I've been reading a book recently called Oversubscribed by Daniel Priestley. Daniel is, I think he's, I think he's absolutely fantastic in the way that he communicates from a business sense, yet from a like a a, a value from a um, cohesive like integrity. How does that match into your vision? How does that match into doing work with people that are a good fit so you can do exceptional work? Like it comes from that space, which is so different to the fitness industry landscape of get more leads, get 30 leads in 30 days, which by the way, is the fitness business equivalent of lose 15 kilograms in two weeks, which is rubbish. They're both rubbish, right? They're just, it's nothing. It's just falling on data for the sake of data as if that's going to solve someone's problem. It's more complicated and more nuanced than that. And, and human beings are more complicated and nuanced than that. They're more dynamic. And so our ability to continue to buck the status quo and continue to use our resources to be able to question what is deemed to be commonplace or, or normal is such an p- important and powerful thing. And one of the things that like literally Daniel wrote today that I read, he didn't write it today, but we did write today, but not this was in relation to be different and set your own rules. Now, from the get-go, I'm like, I don't care if a CrossFit gym opens up next door or if a commercial facility opens up, right? And think about that for every other industry. I'm like, because no one can do what we do. No one can do what I do. That's, it's not about going, we're better than them. It's just, we're us, we're different. And that's our niche. We're not trying to go, here's our niche. It's like, this is what we believe. This is, this is why we do what we do. And this is what you belong to. And if that's a good fit for you, then, then welcome. And I think this is such a really crucial um, consideration for us when looking at going, how do I show up from a, a business sense? How do I show up in a influencer sense or influence sense, a key person of influence as Dan talks about? 
But the key thing here he finished on in this chapter was, it's your business, it's your business, which it probably is as well. It's your business and your integrity. So you get to make the rules. So the reason for this podcast today is to remind you that play your game. Define your rules in all the, in your relationship, in your work, in your health, in all areas. You are allowed to define your own rules. Now, I understand that there's a rules of engagement when in, in different workplaces and so forth, and that's fine, but that means that it falls under your rules that you're okay in engaging that. So you go, well, that's not my rules. It's like, well, if you're choosing to be there, then there is a part of your rules where you're engaging with that. And when I say rules, rules, uh, rules are meant to be broken. It's, it's, they should be questioned continually. So it's not so much saying that the rules are rigid and that's what it is. It's going, you get to review, change, and decide every single day. You get to choose. You get to do that. And this is a reminder. Write your damn rules and fuck the status quo. It's so crucial for you to, to, to continue to forge your own path in whatever area it is that you're doing, being business, relationships, health, self-development, right, social media, whatever it is. Study. Decide. We need more people deciding for themselves. Because if you're trying to play someone else's game, you, you may win their game and that's the ultimate loss. Because you spent so much of your time and energy attempting to appease to somebody else's standards. What are your rules? What's your vision? What's your mission? What's your values? Decide those and that will set your sail for where you want to go. And if people join you, great. And if they don't, great. And on that note, team, I'm done. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, if you'd like a copy of my book, Mining Yourself, you can get that anywhere online. You can also, um, Daniel Priestley, who I just mentioned there, his book, Oversubscribe, but he's got a few. And I'm pretty sure he's about to become a lot more well-known, um, considering he was just on Diary of a CEO and a few other big podcasts as well. Uh, but I highly recommend his stuff. It's fantastic from a variety of different angles uh, that I definitely relate to. I think it's a good fit, which is good marketing from him. But either way, that's all me done for today. Until next time, peace and pizza. I'll see you soon. <laughs>